Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Check, check, check. One, two. One to the two. One to the two. Two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty. What's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Do you want me to play the Dallas theme song now? Can you try it like you remember? <laughs> I don't. Deep in the heart of No, Texas. that's not the Dallas theme song. Son it's of a Oh, you're pretty good at this. Yeah, uh, all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka, Drink Responsibly, and Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Oh, no, Damn it, I talked through that. Do it again. NEIUSA.com. 770-451-5057. So our previous episode got screwed up because of a technical glitch, so I think we're still on 37. Are we really? Oh, this is the Matt glitch. This is the Matt one where he messed up the the microphone, and so we finished the entire episode and then couldn't air it because it was unairable. Well, it was a really good episode, guys. I would like to say real quick that I was fantastic in it. Los, you were average. Oh, my God. But I was really fucking good. Our documentary talks were so good. (laughs) So so right now, you're going to get actually a couple of episodes this week because Hoyt is in Arlington. Deep um, in the heart of Texas. And he, what you've discovered is that Arlington and the rest of Texas is effing hot. Yeah. Can I, uh, while we're doing this podcast, can I bring on two other gentlemen? That yes. Are here yes. With Who me? else do we have? Uh, on, gentlemen, on? can we get some mic checks going on? Hi. How's no, everybody? That's way too much Dan Matthews. Yeah. Wow. That is a lot of Dan Matthews. Let's uh, let's start right there. The case. I don't do moderation a lot. <laughs> because do, do we have another gentleman as well? Uh, is he- check one, two. Check one, <gasps> two. That is, is Mr. Duffy. It is. That is Frank Duffy. Welcome to the Audio Duffy Fun Bag Tones. Podcast, Frank. That's uh, that's what we're doing right now. Thank you, Liz. Is this your first time, Frank? No, actually, y'all put me on air, surprisingly, back when we were in Nashville uh, a year ago. Oh, okay. Well, you and never forget your first. And we're all still here. That's the, best, that's the best thing about it. Well, actually, my first was when I got interviewed on my hot craps role in the, uh, the road trip in Las Vegas a couple of years ago. Seems like Frank has taken over our podcast. I right think now, he, I think he's like. actually started to make it all about him at this point. Uh, now I want to start with this because the adventure that you guys are on. I'll be joining you guys on Friday uh, as we'll be at the Wheelhouse Sports Pub uh, over in Tuscaloosa. Y'all are doing the first leg of this, and from what I understand, and I want to I want to let the court judge this accordingly. I hear Dan Matthews has already done some some road trip fouls. <laughs> is this is this true? Lay, lay it out for us, Hoyt. Okay, so here here are my here are a lot of rules on a on a road trip, especially in an RV. Number one is don't go number two. Number one is don't go number two. Well, at the time, in my defense, nobody was on the RV, so I thought the coast was clear, and I had thirty to forty-five minutes for it to be able to dissipate, and I'd be just fine. That shit's just disrespectful, man. Yeah, I mean, an error in judgment. I mean, it really was some bad shit, like you said. Um, so that that was foul number one. Foul number two, and Los, you you. See how you feel about this. I know the rule because I've I've ab- adhered to the rule, and this is the rule. When it hits you, I get it, but there are gas stations that we can drop that stuff off and at. And rest so stops and everything else. Here was foul number two, and we'll let Frank chime in because Frank is obviously the owner of the RV, and it's his rules. But foul number two, in my opinion, was uh, 
we stopped. We drive. Frank Duffy is just a tank, and uh, we left the battery about 6 o'clock. And about 11 o'clock midnight, we needed to fuel up at that point. And so Dan had the opportunity to, you know, unfuel, <laughs> but he didn't. Um, but uh, it's about 11 o'clock, and I tell Dan, hey, I've been staying up with Frank in the front seat, talking to him, having communication, everything else. Do me a favor. How about you take over? You've been laying on the couch the whole time watching the Astros get their ass beat. How about you sit up there with Frank, let me catch a cat nap, and then we'll swap off. That way Frank doesn't feel like – He's solo. Are you hanging with me at this point, Los? Yeah, it all makes sense. This is just part of if you're if you're overnight driving, this is what you're supposed to do. And so I lay down on the couch, and I set my alarm for two hours thinking, okay, I'll get up with Frank in two hours, swap out with Dan. I am awoken to the man snoring next to me, and it's Dan Matthews. He has left Frank <laughs> Duffy alone at the wheel. You know the, you know the scene in Platoon when they like creep up on the guy who's sleeping? That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I just look over at Dan. I'm like, Dan, what the hell? You had one job. Just sit next to Frank and keep him awake. Now, rebuttal time here is that I had a little bit of housekeeping to do in terms of editing audio. I did not want the glare from my computer to impede Frank. So I decided I'll step back. And then I asked Frank, I said, I said, Frank, hey, hey, are you good? I mean, you know, can I nod he off really a little did. bit? He really did. And he gave me the go-ahead. He gave me the green light. Now, I'm not going to lie. Because of the minefields that we were driving through, known as Interstate 20 through Mississippi and Louisiana, I did wake up a couple of times wondering, oh, my gosh, did he not off? Because it's so brace for impact. Wait, wait, well, I, I, I can tell you, Lewis, I, I honestly, I was in a zone because I was caffeinated and I had that Braves win behind me. I knew I could go about another three or four hours. So, yes, in Dan's defense, he did ask me, do you want me to stay up here? I said, no, you're good. You can go, you can go crash. I thought he would actually give me at least a few minutes to kind of catch my breath. The next thing I know, both him and Hoyt are back there. Well, well, then let me follow up with that because here's the next question and the next possible foul. Was the CPAP used? No. Oh, oh it's no. on the RV. It was not used. So no, it was, no, no. It, it was not used in, in my defense on that. <laughs> there, was no, there was no plug nearby. So, I, I mean – with no plug nearby, your iPhone was... <laughs> but with the cramped space there, with the cramped space... You see what happened here is that Dan decided that he would keep everyone and Frank alert with his snoring. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So unintentional... And sometimes it's unintentional consequences, and this, ti- and this time it's unintentional benefits. All right, Your Honor, I- I'd like to bring one more foul to the courtroom, if I may. Dan took a shower this morning, which it felt great to take a shower in the RV. Yes, it did. And uh, an RV is a confined space. You would agree, Los? That goes back to rule number one? Yes, it is. Um, we're in a confined space. Dan gets out. He's in his towel. I'm looking at, you know, all 400 pounds of him. <laughs> and uh, he decides to take out a can of Axe and oh, just no. cover his body in Axe body spray <laughs> in a confined space. Dude, we're in an aluminum can, and you decide to spray it and make it sound or smell like a fucking frat house. Well, on that one, I will, I will concede. that That is a party. <laughs> it still <laughs> smells like that, it. That, that is a foul by me because, Dan, yes, you just I need do. to have some sense about you, man. <laughs> that's right. And that's it. Hey, look. Look, you know, sometimes the best lessons are the hard lessons to be learned, and I've learned the hard lessons now. So the good news is when you get here – I'm going to have learned those lessons, and there will be no party fouls, and we're good to go. Let me let me say because I've done this road tripping with you guys. If I had diarrhea, I would just stay home, okay? Because I'm not going to get in the car with you and be like, y'all have to deal with this for the next 300 miles. I wouldn't do that. So, Dan, all I'm saying is, I, I think we got some some time. You've got a couple more days. Let's let's just yeah. take it down, take it down a notch, you know. And, and you know, and, and the thing is too is. 
we stopped at Bucky's earlier, and I had immediately gotten my food, and then I felt the bubble, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I really should have just had more foresight, just gone first. Oh, my God. Well, there's there's the first leg of the road trip. I'm looking forward to, to getting on the next one uh, over well, in Tuscaloosa, so I'll meet you guys there, and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make it a big weekend, and uh, we'll go dogs from that point. Bring Road Dog and bring BJ. Y'all come on. Oh, my God. You want to talk about total insanity? That's exactly what it would yeah, be. The <laughs> smell of that RV at that point. So, by the way, Frank has informed me. Frank had, Frank's been holding out on us. Frank got another RV, Los, but he held on to this one. Okay. This is the boys' RV. This is the boys' RV. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, so, sir. I get it. This is the this is the fun weekend, the LSU trip RV. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yep. he's, he's got a side, he's got a roadie on us basically that him and Rhonda hit the other one, you know, well, and they, it, they do the, the fancy places. Well, yes, that, that's the nice one for when you want to get away and have a nice weekend or anything else. This is the one where it doesn't it matter how like, bad Dan just bombs it. <laughs> Correct. When, it, when Frank has to explain to Rhonda why the RV smells like Axe body spray. Thankfully, there's no explanations left, but I will say. At least Dan didn't get the the case of water thrown at him like he did. <laughs> that entire road trip coming back, all you would just see is water bottles flying at Dan because you couldn't you couldn't get him to stop snoring. It's, dude, I slept. All right, just for the audience out there, you have an RV. Every you know, there's, it sleeps up to six, I think, comfortably. I got out of the RV and went and slept in. Frank's Jeep that he's pulling behind the RV <laughs> because Dan it was, was that miserable to sleep next to Dan snoring. That's how bad it was. There, there will be no issues this time. We will, we will be fine because tonight I will plug in. Awesome. I, I, I will I will have both nostrils with oxygen. Awesome. Through. Can't wait. And we'll be uh, we'll we'll be good to go. And I'll be refreshed tomorrow. I'll be ready to go. I will go buy the breakfast tacos tomorrow morning. Hey, like, Junior, how many bigs are you shooting down today? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. All I can imagine is Dan is like, you know, the character from Big Hero 6. Like, he just kind of plugs in and powers down for the night. Exactly. And powers deflates. Back up. He just deflates down and deflates back up into, into Big exactly. Happy Dan. Hal, Hal, it's time to wind down, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, a, a critical question for this weekend uh, that i got to bring up with the boys. We'll do that next. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Network radio requires hard outs. As soon as it hits time, you have to be done. You have to be finished. Well, you got a bunch of radio stations all on the same clock. Here are three times where things did not go well. All right, so that's going to do it for the Ford leadoff show. First pitch coming up at 7.05 in Philadelphia. Ingram and Lemke going to bring the game call for us. We'll enjoy that. So uh, for Chris D'Amino, my co-host, our producer, Brandon Joseph. Engineers, Kevin D'Amico, John Radcliffe, and Cameron Carruth. I'm Buck fans. <laughs> so that's the first one. I knew that was coming. And, and, and when, the, when they talk about the hard out, I remember back when I started that noon gig, one of the first things Brandon Adams told me he was producing, he was like, yeah, you can keep talking. Nobody's going to hear it. It's going to do it for the Ford leadoff show. For my partner, Chris D'Amino, our producer, Brandon Joseph. Engineers, Kevin D'Amico and John Radcliffe. The Braves are back and you need to make sure you... <laughs> and then the final one of the trifecta from that week. Uh, it's going to do it for the Ford leadoff show. For my partner, Chris D'Amino, our producer, Brandon Joe, SunTrust, Value Pack. Yeah. Uh, I've got Frank in a bathroom. I got Dan here, though. Unfortunately. 
Welcome back. It's the Audio Fun Bag Podcast, Chapter 37, all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. Drink responsibly and Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com, 770-451-5057 for a lot of your vintage audio and your TVs out there. Also, by the way, if you're enjoying this trip, we have our trip coming up mm-hmm. to Biloxi, the Golden Nugget. We're going to be at the Dan, Sports Dan, do you know club. about this trip? I have been told about Oh, okay. You're not invited, but I'd like you to hear well, about yeah, it. Go he, ahead, Lowe's. He can definitely go if he wants to. It's all November right. 7th is going to be the date. We're going to go in a couple of days early uh, and basically do it up. It's all going to be brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. And uh, the, the cool part about it is that we're trying to do it into the uh, celebration of that sports book basically opening up because originally it was going to happen <laughs> – <laughs> when we were talking about the opening of the men's college basketball tournament, and we were supposed to do it there, and what then happened? everything just kind of shut down for a while, and so <laughs> so we didn't get a chance to do it, so we're doing it this way. Uh, you can just check out the promo code that we'll uh, send out with the audio fun bag link once we have everything out there. So I do have a question for for all of you guys, and, and whenever right. whenever Mr. Frank Duffy joins us again, that's cool. Yeah, he's dropping a little Frank Jr. Oh right no, there. in the right place. <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh fine, yes, exactly. Don't do it in the RV. <laughs> he's a I'm professional. A quick I'm a quick learner sometimes. Are we gonna try and go into this game on Saturday? <sighs> you talking about T Town? Yeah, yeah. Because so, so I'm I'm pondering. Uh, what's your price? Because there is a price for everybody. Yeah, um, I would love to do it around. And, and let's be realistic. There hasn't been one game that you and I have been able to get into for around $200 in forever. Mm-hmm. Like even the Rose Bowl, I think it was still $200, maybe $250. So my toughest lines. ticket at this point, I guess, because lucky me, uh, working in the media, got to do credentials for the Notre Dame game in South Bend, got to do the credential for the Notre Dame game in Athens, got to do it for... What was the game? LSU we did. Yeah. Things like, hell, I even went on the Rose Bowl. I did a credential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one, Los. And it's not just because of the price and number two versus number three, but also minimal capacity. But keep in mind, you're also rolling with the guy that snuck into the national championship <laughs> game at Mercedes-Benz. That's a, that's a big wild card you've got. Because from what I understand and everything we've seen on the, on the sites, you have to buy in groups of four. Yep. And Whoa, so we, we have four, but it gets it just gets really difficult. And so I, that's what I'm curious about if we have in mind of, of trying to do this, because I'm perfectly fine with just having fun all day and being at the RV and watching the game that way, too. Here's become the hardest part of being a Georgia fan. You almost have to look ahead because we're all we all kind of feel like, at least at this point, Georgia is going to take on Alabama most likely. Come December, whether I guess it's the third week in December at this point because COVID screwed everything up. But do you hold your money for that? Do you think about a college football playoff? Do you just get rid of the the kids' college fund at this point? Like, what do you do? So everybody has a price. I just – I'm one of those people that I'm okay missing a kickoff. Have you ever done that where Mm -hmm. where first first quarter, hey, let's bounce in? And I'm I'm cool with three quarters of watching the greatest game of my entire life. I don't know if you're like that, Lois. I have done that before, but not out of choice. Like I was trying to get into the stadium. I, I didn't wait for kickoff to then buy a ticket. I've never I've never done it that way. And so I think our best goal is to see if we can make any friends while we're there to That's just kind of glom yeah. on. I think that's our best play. That's a good call. So I will tell you that, what was the year? We celebrated on the field in Jacksonville in 2007. In 2008, for some reason, I was in a very bad place and got divorced like a week later. That but anyways, we won't talk about it. I know. It's always, I always end up on the couch. Even in freaking Arlington, <laughs> I end up on the damn couch. I'm the worst negotiator ever. Like, 
I paid full price for my Honda Civic Lowe's, and I told the guy, how about 500 less? He goes, how about no? And I was like, okay, I'll pay full price. I'm so. the only guy that's ever paid full price for a car. So to go down to 2008 Jacksonville, I paid $650 to watch that game. For some reason, I'm, I'm an idiot, and I'm haggling with the guy. I'm like, can you do lower? He's like, no. I was like, okay, here's my money. Just take it. And then I watched Georgia get dismantled and Urban Meyer not leave the field and call timeouts when they're up 44. So I don't need to do the negotiating for us. I'm just going to give you that advice. Now, if you want to hand it over to Frank, I'm cool with that. I was going to say, Frank. Yeah, no, nothing makes an Alabama fan want to do something nice than, than an LSU guy asking him. <laughs> yeah, how about, not, how about you don't you. wear your LSU jersey yeah, doing that? I, I mean, I even put in through tickets uh, through the alumni portal. Like, I've tried every little thing, and the best option it looks like is, is StubHub or find somebody while we're there. That's well, about it right now. And I think that there's two things you got to figure out because me and Frank last year went to Texas LSU in Austin. Hot ticket. It was one of those Toughest. that we said to yeah, ourselves, tough. look, we'll, we'll throw up two digits in the air, and if we get a bite and it's the price that's right, then we do. And sure enough, there was a guy who said, hey, I got two. You'll be sitting right next to us. Let's go to the ATM. Went to the ATM. He went in with us, so we knew they weren't fakes, so we were good there. But I think there's that, that you got, like Hoyt said, you got to meet the price. I think the other part of this as well is if you're going to shell out some serious money, how confident are you that you're going to see your team win? And I be- think George is going to win. Be- Would you stop? Really that's Would the you thing. stop? How oh, confident are you that it's not only going to be a win, but that you can not only say that you paid the money, and then you can say, I was there, I saw them beat their ass. Hoyt, did you see the numbers that you got from Chris Felica, the bear? Over on ESPN, yes, yes, okay, that, tell them that concerns me, me too. Oh, does it really? Because these trends change. Okay, so here, here's the number that was out there, and it's one Baby, of those things. just because it's been black six times in a row doesn't mean it's going to go red the next time. It's still a 50-50 shot. You would think, but so here's the stat. In the last three games at home where Alabama is not at least a seven-point favorite, they've lost. The last three games, Alabama's played at home where they are not at least a seven-point favorite. They've lost. Yeah. And they're a six-and-a-half or six right six. now? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, it's so it's so hard. Not I, I'm speaking to most of Atlanta, at least that listens to the podcast most likely. It's so hard being an Atlanta fan or a Georgia fan and everything else because you hate getting your expectations up. You hate getting excited. Hell, you watch this defense against the Vols or whoever else. But – Damn it! I really don't want the football to get pulled out from me this time as well. <laughs> so, so I'm kind of, I don't, I, I, I go in. I'm more worried, Los, about the logo on the helmet, and I shouldn't be. I should not be. You should not be. Um, but for some reason, that's the one thing that scares me every time I roll and see that Alabama team on the field. All right, coming up next, we'll figure out what we're gonna do in the last segment. Really, a mail-in? It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. So we have a couple of different spots we're running because there are so many different music artists. Thank you to Live Nation in part because of this. So many different shows are coming through the battery and are playing here. And so you'll have your headphones on. You'll barely be paying any attention. You'll hear music playing with nothing going on and think, oh, we're back. That's exactly what happened here. But no, we were not back from a break. We were still in commercial. 
the one-of-a-kind voice of Robert Plant and the Sensational Space Shifters. This Friday night, State Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park, with special guest, L. King. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. No outside food or drink permitted. Robert Plant and the Sensational Space Shifters. 717 on the fan, 680-937-FM. Steak, Sandra, Brian, Here's a question. Great win for the you have a massive nest egg at your job and you're about to retire. That's the audio fun bag. Uh-oh. Chapter 37. Did you get that burp? Yeah, audio fun bag podcast brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and also Norman's Electronics. What, if it's, what am I hearing? I know it. Oh, oh, that's sorry. That's Frank talking. That's what I can hear in the back. Frank holding court, boss. I'll just when when I go quiet, you'll hear Frank. It's fine. (laughs) Neiusa.com and seven seven zero four five one fifty fifty seven. I was like, is that Frank? Just like yelling in the background, man. Remember when we were up in uh, South Bend and Frank just had you know twenty year olds all hanging around him. And what was his line, by the way? Do you remember his line? When 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 it's time to buy a house, do it with me. (laughs) And they were all the guys were like, I'm definitely calling you. I'm definitely calling you. He had. Two bartenders, two hot bartenders, both holding two trays with probably 20 shots on each of them. Yep. And he's like, boys, when you buy a house, you buy with me. Buy with me. <laughs> buy with me. And they, everyone was screaming at him, you got it. I'll buy it with you. I'll sell my house with you. I was like, what a genius marketing plan. Just give them some shots and have a good time and they'll call you. Uh, so let me ask you about that, just because you're on this leg of the trip. I miss then, you, by the way. Oh, I miss you too. Um, oh, you. What What has it been like as far as... Uh, they told me the story of you showing up, and I guess if you're walking around with Jim, he's the, our local contact there that yes. helped get all this lined out, so thank yes. you to him. Uh, apparently, there were some people that showed up and were, were fan listeners and listeners to uh, to the station and were already identifying this is where they were coming before the game to come hang out with, with the guys from 680. So Texas's restrictions are a little different, which I didn't think that would be the case, but they're a little different than Georgia, so you've got to mask up 100% unless you have a drink in your hand, which... Mm-hmm. You know, to each their own. It is what it is. You know, people with antibodies don't have to, but that's another <laughs> of, thing. of course, you're, you're almost running out, though. You shut up. Don't put that out there. <laughs> In fact, I think this weekend, as of like Thursday or Friday, you do run out. Yeah, I think it's right before the game, the kickoff. Sweet. But um, so I roll in with Jim, the head here. At, they call it Texas Live. Yeah, Big that's Tex, their version. Um, of the battery and uh, – the doors are not open yet, but there's like seven or eight or nine, like 25, 26-year-olds out there. And I've got, I'm masked up, and I'm walking around with Jim trying to find the best place to do this broadcast, everything else. And uh, they open the doors while I'm hanging out with their general manager, basically. And one of the guys goes, wait. And I was like, I go, let's go. And, like, the whole group's like, I agree. And it was just, it was just so awesome, like, right in front of their GM. I'm like, yeah, we tend to show up out of nowhere and drink a lot, and and so he he figured out at that point he's like, okay, these guys might have a good time. I did here. the right thing. Now here's the fun part from my end of this stuff. So as it turns out, the sports and social we have across the street it's all part of this company. So that their version is Texas Live, but it's all the same company. They've got another one in Kansas City, I think another one in St. Louis as well. Yeah, instead of the battery, it's Texas Live basically. That's the general. But there's a, there's a baseballism. There's a there's a sports and social. There's a PBR. There's an Aikman bar. Who's that guy, Los? You want to fill me in on that one? Oh, is it okay. Eight Ball the franchise? Yeah, yeah, that, that would one. be Troy. Um, so what I from what I understand, the Atlanta location is just killing it because of us having Braves games and still being in the playoffs and and having 
uh, had a team that was basically playing right next door. So even though we couldn't have fans in the stands, you have had playoff games that have been across the street from Sports and Social. So apparently, once they heard, hey, these guys that have been doing it in Atlanta want to bring the mayhem over to Arlington, it was immediately signed off on. Yeah, and Jim, Jim again, the general manager here or whatever, he, he goes, uh, he goes. so tell me, what, what do you think this compares to Atlanta? Like, he's, I guess he's investigating me at this point. Yeah. How does this compare since you hang out all there all the time? I'm like, no, this is, this is really nice what you've built. <laughs> like, it, I don't know how to explain it. It looks like a... a I'm looking at Edison bulbs and massive. It's what you expect out of a sports and social kind of thing. And I go, it's really nice. But how does it compare to Atlanta? He keeps asking me. And I'm like, you know, Atlanta's got their thing. We have a lot of fun there. And he goes, well, every email I've been on for the past two months is how Atlanta's killing, killing it. it. Yep. And Atlanta's doing this. And you got to catch up to Atlanta. And he's like, it's not fair that y'all are basically at full capacity. And I've got to work at 35 capacity. But, uh, yeah, they've got to <laughs> – if they're stocking this, I am buying it, man. But this, but I want to point that out, though. Part of it is that we've had a team. The, the Rangers have not been a factor. If the Rangers were having 2011 or 2010, that facility would be insane. Yeah. Because part of what, of what we've had happen, yeah, we've got a different kind of capacity rule and, and along those a little, some different stuff. But you were also cheering for a team that is playing right across from you. Well, and I, I, I think know. that's a different factor. And I don't know if everybody knows this. I Hell, I didn't know it till I showed up here. It like... Everything's spread out. Like, obviously, the battery's up in Cobb, and MBS is downtown, and Six Flags is out in 20. Los, I didn't know this, and because Texas is so big, I guess you can build wherever the hell you want. you got plenty of room. I'm literally sitting in Sports and Social. To my left, I can see out the window, and I see the ballpark in Arlington, your old one. Right. To my right, I look out, and I can see all the way across the window at Globe Life. When I turn around behind me, all the way out that window is AT&T. And when I look in front of me, it's Six Flags, and you've also got a water park. And their version of the battery is basically right in the middle of this thing. So they've got to just hit it year-round and just be sniffing money at this point. Like, just ridiculous amounts of but it's a great it's a great thing like can you imagine in atlanta if we like when we used to kind of have everything downtown but if you had a hangout place downtown when we were in atlanta of all those places whether it's tech six flags brave stadium the hawk stadium and and then you just dropped a massive sports and social or a battery in that it's nuts here this is why arlington though is known as the town of bits because everything you look around is a bit. There's the water park, the amusement park. Here's this ball field. Here's this football field. Here's this over here. That that is what you get there. As soon as you go to like Fort Worth and Dallas, then you're actually getting kind of like a city feel. Arlington is like uh, you show up there and you go to the strip clubs, you hit the water park, and you go to a football game. You're gonna be really jealous of me, by the way. Can I make you jealous? Sure. The table, the setup they put us on. They put us on this stage right at the front and. I'm setting everything up, and I remove this banner that's up there and the table cover and everything else, and it was uh, it was your hometown. It was what? It was uh, 1310. Oh, the ticket was in there? Yeah. That's so cool. They were, they were the last ones here, and I was like, oh, Los would have loved this. This is an homage to Los, man. That would have been re- really cool. Yeah, that's it where, feels uh, where weird it all started. Being in your, like, I know this isn't your, quote, hometown, but it feels weird being in your place right now. I spent, I spent five years there. No, I, I went to, to college and undergrad in Fort Worth, and, and I would commute every day through Arlington and go to the Ranger games and cover that team and... Uh, you drive into Dallas to to go to work, and so yeah, no, I'm I'm very. Uh, I haven't been there for probably about two years, but whenever I go there, it, it's one of those like you, you just feel good. You're like, hey, I, I know where everything is, I know where I'm supposed to be, and I know how to get to everywhere. It's like it's like when you asked me about 
what about uh, us setting up at this place or this other place? And I said, well, that's South Arlington. We don't want to do that one. We want to be in North Arlington. And so now you understand why once you see how how everything's kind of off of uh, off of I-30. And it's it's Dallas has one of those views, and this is my first time in Dallas, when you drive in on the interstate, like you can see it off in the distance and you see the sky, you know, the skyline and the high rises and everything else. As soon as you pass that, by the way, you see this massive alien spaceship. Yep. Just, just this this blob that just takes <laughs> up your entire view. And by the way, that's Jerry World people that have never been here. Los, that's the largest freaking thing I have ever seen on the face of the planet. You dude. see it from about ten miles off. <laughs> it, it, it is. It looks like a like an alien egg that just landed, like a some sort of spaceship. And you're like, whoa. And and the crazy and the crazy part is, it's built into the ground. So you're only getting a portion of when you get inside it, then you realize how large it is when you look up when you're on like the lower, lower uh, level. And, and it's weird because it's it's not like an eyesore, but it's just one of the it looks like half an egg just sitting up above the entire skyline. Like when they say as far as the eye can see, you still see that effort just sitting uh, half an egg just sitting right on top. And that, I guess that's what Jerry wanted out of all of this. Do you He's now not- do you now get when we say like Texas is its own country and everything's bigger in Texas? Yes, and also we need to talk about the place that I stopped at at some point, the rest stop. Did you know that place? Which one? The, damn it, I don't remember the name. Beacons? Be- okay, he, you know what? Dan tried to show it to me. That is not, in my opinion, that is a that is more of a Houston area kind of deal. Okay, like, that was never a okay. big factor for me. See, you got to understand, Texas is a multi, well, it's one state and it's been its own country. It's a multitude of places. There's There's North Texas. And that's that's the area you're in. There's South Texas, where it's San Antonio and everything south. Uh, you have the the area that's East Texas, which is like Houston. It's very woodsy and everything else. Uh, what is it? The joke of the People's Republic of Austin, because that's an entirely different area of Texas. That's Central Texas, and so everything has its own kind of vibe to it of things you go and things you do. You know what trap I'm falling into right now, honestly, is being from the state of California. And I'm like, I'm from San Francisco. I'm from you know NoCal and everything. Oh, do you know Fresno? Nah, bitch, that's six hours away. <laughs> of course I don't know that. Yeah, when you kept saying, oh, oh you God. kept you kept looking up things from Houston, I was like, dude, Houston is not close to you. Like, you got to drive uh, a, a good way. It's like, if you were to Google and say, Google the computer and say, from, uh, from Arlington to Houston, how far is this? I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, I didn't know that. Everything is much bigger in Texas. Frank just brought two, like, speaking of bigger. Um <clears throat> Yeah, they go out, bought the biggest ones. Um, oh, but no. two beautiful blondes to just take a picture of me. So you could have been saying something really just earth shattering. It wouldn't have mattered. I didn't listen. All right, well, get a picture and send said. it to me. All right, yeah, that's going to do it I for did. us. Take us out. You take us out. <laughs> um, ladies, where'd you go? I'm going to go find them. Bye. Bye, podcast.